Welcome to the Pilot Podcast, where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and recap other shows to answer your question, should I watch this? My name is Me Too. And my name is BJ. And this week we're watching the BET Plus dramedy, First Wives Club. So stay tuned to find out what Me Too and her two girlfriends do when they go out. Nothing like what you saw there. My Saturday plans are to walk with one of my friends and her dog in the morning. And then in the <laughs> afternoon, I'm going to watch the Theranos documentary because I just finished reading Bad blood bad blood hive are you with me that book was so good so bj what happened in this first episode sure so in this first episode we're introduced to our trio of women ari brie and hazel and we find out that they're all having relationship problems in different ways and they're these close sisterhood who haven't been keeping up with each other and come together when one of them is really in a time of need and so we have ari who is giving up practicing law in order to support her husband. And she's really sacrificing all of her time, her entire career, her own happiness in the marriage in some sense. And her own pleasure. All for his success. You move over to Brie. She's separated from her husband. So she's doing the whole co-parenting thing, which is difficult. And she's trying to figure out what will make her happy. How does she want her future to move forward? And then we have Hazel. She's a singer. She wants to release new music. You know, this is her passion. But her husband, who is also her producer, is working against her. And so she's in a battle with her own husband just to release her own songs and pursue her music career. And so all the women come together in this episode. They start opening up and supporting each other. And really just to relieve some stress, they go out for a night of fun. So how did you like this first episode? I thought it was really good. One of the things I was worried about was having three main characters. So that's three different stories storylines we have to keep up with. Mm. But in this half hour show, they did a really good job of keeping everyone's storyline clear, easy to understand. But I also feel like I learned a lot, but not in the overwhelming way. What did you think? They handled all of those concurrent storylines really well. They kept them clear. They each got their own attention, but they didn't ever get confusing. I was also nervous about a show remake of The First Wives Club. I thought that a safer bet would have been making it into a TV movie instead or a movie exclusively available on BET+. But they proved me wrong. And I think a lot of that credit goes to Tracy Oliver. She wrote this pilot episode. She co-created the show. You'll recognize her from Awkward Black Girl. She also wrote the landmark 2017 movie Girls Trip. And so she just really gets how to develop independent storylines centering around women, positioning them so that there's a couple characters you feel sorry for. There's a couple characters you root for, but everyone is, not to use a cheesy word, empowered in their own way. And I felt literally good watching it. So speaking of cheering for people and who you feel sorry for, I was able to see your visible reactions to different scenes. Do you want to share with the listeners whose storylines really resonated with you? That's one thing, again, that Tracy Oliver is fantastic at because she is the mind behind Girls Trip and that movie theater experience of watching Girls Trip is the single greatest movie theater 
theater experience I've ever had. It was a bunch of black women in a theater together, yelling at the screen, yelling at these trifling men on the screen, talking to each other. In Girls Trip, they highlight the Essence Festival. That's where they spend their Girls Trip. And I overheard women making Essence Fest plans in the aisles as we were leaving the theater. And apparently ticket sales went up the following year for Essence Fest because of the movie. All that to say, Tracy Oliver is fantastic at creating this sense of camaraderie between the character and the audience. And you really feel like you're part of the sisterhood. So when Hazel suspected her man of cheating, I was yelling at the screen because I was like, obviously this man is cheating on you. Side note, it was potentially really smart that they cast Malik Yoba because he's been really annoying online recently. So I liked the opportunity to dislike him in a new forum (laughs) where I don't have to hear his opinions, but I am still positioned to dislike him. Also, they show this love scene, if you could call it that, between Ari and her husband. And basically, her husband, like BJ said, is running for office. He's a robotic political figure. And she's given up everything for him. And they show this love scene where he has a very selfish, odd approach. He looks at porn to prepare. It just further signifies the fact that everything in their relationship is to benefit him. And she gets nothing out of it. And he even thinks it is good for both of them, complimenting himself when they finish. That part also made me yell. And finally, Brie, who is played by Michelle Buteau, who I talked about a little bit on the Bless the Hearts review, because I strongly suggest that our listeners follow her. She is so funny. She's such a fabulous comedian. She hosts a podcast called Adulting with Jordan Carlos. I digress. She's so funny and bright and charming in this episode that when she potentially has this hookup with this hot bartender, I was yelling in excitement for her to have this experience because she said that she basically hadn't received any attention from men in a really long time. Her husband had cheated on her. So she just really wanted this to get back in the groove, to feel good about herself again, to reinforce the fact that she is a hot mama and I viscerally reacted to so much of this show. Michelle Buteau does a great job showing the innocence of Brie when she's in that situation. Yes. Because she's really a fish out of water when it comes to meeting people because she's been married, she's had kids, she was settled with who she thought would be her one person. So now she's trying to relearn what did I used to do when I was in college? How do people meet and interact nowadays? Brie has been with Gary since they were kids, it sounds like, because Hazel, played by Jill Scott, said, I can't believe Gary cheated on you, the guy that used to write my science papers for me. They have been together for a significant portion of their lives, and it hasn't given her a chance to really explore what it's like interacting and having relationships with other people. Michelle Buteau is another example of a comedian who can play up the comedy, get the laughs, but also when she had her vulnerable moments, they were beautiful. Like you said, she played being naive really well. Those quiet moments where she was upset about Gary coming to the house to pick up the kids. You felt for her. It wasn't just jokes. You can feel her frustration. You can feel all of the anxiety of dealing with her separated partner. And it's convincing because she doesn't have many lines to deliver that. It's all just her presence that she's giving. For the people who love the original movie, First Wives Club, which it is one of my favorite movies, 
movies. Brie is closest to Bette Midler's character. I foresee her potentially giving her husband another chance after spreading her wings like Bette Midler did in the movie. Ari, played by Ryan Michelle Bath, who is a wonderful actress and also married to Sterling K. Brown. She is probably closest to Diane Keaton's character, where her husband is this high-achieving person who ignores her needs. And then Jill Scott's Hazel is obviously closest to Goldie Hawn's character in that they were both divas, both had high points in their careers, and then they were both betrayed by their industry husbands. In Jill Scott's case, of course, by her producer slash husband, Derek. Does this version of First Wives Club hit on those same notes that you liked about the film? Yes, they do a nod to the scene where they get on that scaffolding thing that window washers use to get to the side of buildings. And as soon as they did that, I felt like they were showing love to the movie from the show. I also felt that because they were doing so much storytelling, it wasn't necessarily as funny as the movie. Since it's a show, they're going to spend more time establishing who everyone is so that we can follow their arcs and get to more laughs and more feelings later. But they perfectly capture the feel-good part. At the close of the First Wives Club movie, they sing this rousing rendition of You Don't Own Me. And it's something that I find myself singing in quiet moments. It's such a good song. It's such a beautiful moment where all of these women are more fully realized. And you get that sense immediately from the show. So they at least give us that immediate payoff of they're coming together and they're building themselves up and each other up. So another thing that we both noted on is the entire soundtrack for this episode was awesome. Fire. Whoever did the music selection knows exactly what they are doing. They need to keep that job. In fact, they should probably just work on all of the BET Plus shows. It made me think of the first season of Insecure, which Solange curated the music for, and it was a standout part of that first season. It was just such good music, and that's how I felt about First Wives Club. I loved everyone's performances. I loved the story but the music may have been the best part for me it was so good i was jamming the entire episode they definitely should capitalize on it and release spotify playlists for each episode some way of just making that soundtrack for each episode available to the audience to continue listening hazel is recording a song at the top of the episode and the producer slash songwriter who wrote the song said that he had her in mind when he created it and you know as soon as he says that, that something is going to take that song away from her. And that something is her trifling husband, Derek, and his little young thing that he's been dating, who is also an artist on their label. And Ari gives Hazel the idea to release the song anyway, to beat them to the punch and have her version out there. And that original song was legitimately good. I've rarely watched a show or movie where they've had original songs in there. And I've been like, yeah, I'm going to download that. I was looking for it while we were watching. Have you been moved like that by modern shows or movies? You didn't download Glee's original songs? I don't know why we keep talking about (laughs) Glee's music, BJ. No, I did not. You want me to download Gwyneth Paltrow's version of Forget You? (laughs) Yeah, that can be your go-to song on repeat. 
What a fever dream of a show. No, I'm good. Thank you. What do you think this means as the beginning of BET's streaming service? Do you think this is a promising start? Does this make you more interested in what's coming next? Very promising start. I'm excited that they came out the gate trusting Black women. That is a smart call that everyone should make in their day to day. And I'm excited for more content from BET+. I know they have a partnership with Tyler Perry. So I'm interested to see what he brings to the table. And Tracy Oliver, I think just knocked it out of the park. And I love the idea of BET+. I don't love the idea of all of these different streaming services that are costing me as much money as a cable package would. In fact, they're more expensive at this point if you have all of them. But I love that Black creators, Black artists are being centered on BET+. The slogan for BET Plus is come home. And I just love that. Come home to BET Plus. I agree with all your sentiments. I think this is an excellent start to the streaming service. I too don't like that there's another streaming service to subscribe to. But if we're going to add another one, I like that they're bringing in this much needed representation and proving that representation doesn't mean you're going to take away from quality. You're not just showing black women for the sake of showing black women. Yes. You actually have a cool story to tell. Black women are often not given space to be vulnerable. We're the funny one or the sassy one or the tough one. And the fact that these three black women get to be dynamic characters and each have their ups and their downs. And then the show was co-created by a black woman. And these first couple episodes are written by Tracy Oliver. It just feels good. So me too. Do you have any predictions for First Wise Club as a whole series or any of the specific women's storylines? In the movie, Goldie Hawn's character doesn't accept the settlement from her husband and ends up winning big because she was the original mind behind all of the movies that she starred in and made tons of money off of. And so I think that Hazel, because she refused to accept the paltry settlement from Derek, Mm -hmm. will also come out on top and maybe in the finale we'll see her win big Ooh. for Brie she's most close to Bette Midler so like I said before I see her maybe spreading her wings and then potentially coming back to Gary but then again this is a show set in 2019 it might be a more difficult journey to her forgiving Gary and bringing him back in her home mm-hmm. like we didn't see Bette Midler sleep with anyone else in the movie and then for Ari I see her hopefully standing up to her husband and for Ryan Michelle Bath period I hope that she has more opportunities to flex her comedy muscle because she has to be the wife of the robotic husband she has to be the one that's most put together she literally can't express her true self for fear of affecting his campaign in any way but I could see that limiting Ryan Michelle Bath's portrayal of Ari and so I hope she has opportunities like she did in those little moments at the club where she let her hair down to be funny and be out there like they're giving freedom to Hazel and Brie to be out there. Mm-hmm. What about you? I actually hope that Ari will decide to run against her husband, David. Ooh, yes! Someone made a very subtle comment that you would be good for this position. So I hope that idea starts to brew in the back of her mind. She gets a little fed up with David and she enters the race herself. One of the people at his fundraiser asked either of them if they could speak at, I think, a boys and girls girls club event and they said it could be either of you 
So it sounds like she is just as skilled as he is. And she has all the connections. She has all the connections. She's a successful attorney and probably just a better person than he is. Yeah, I hope she takes that opportunity. I think that would be interesting to see how he'll react and for her to believe in herself because she is more capable than he is. BJ, that's a hot and spicy take and I love it. Thank you. All right, are you ready to rate this thing? Let's do it. What would you rate the first Wives Club on BET Plus? Would watch again seriously. Agreed. I am so excited to see what happens for these women. Again, Tracy Oliver girl, you knocked this out the park. I love that Michelle Buteau has a starring role in a television show. She's been great as the funny friend. Now it's time for her to be in the spotlight. Jill Scott is killing it as Hazel. Ryan Michelle Bath is a beautiful Ari. And I'm excited. I would watch this show seriously for the soundtrack alone. I am high key waiting for Hazel's next single to drop in a future episode. I'm ready for the Spotify playlist from First Wives Club. If they don't release it, we're going to have to recreate it ourselves. And I'm okay with that. If we weren't watching this on the podcast where we have headphones in, I would have just been shazamming as I went along. And I'm definitely going to do that for future episodes. And you probably would have been dancing as well. I was dancing. You limited yourself. Yeah, I'm not going to mess up our mic. Listeners, if you watch this show, make sure that you move your coffee table, you know, spread your furniture out, really give yourself a dance studio like experience so you can fully feel your beat and dance to the music of this show because it's flawless. There you go, guys. Give it a watch. Seriously. And you can stream the whole thing right now. On BET+. Plus. You can find more of our recommendations at our website, the pilotpodcast.com. You can also subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. It really helps others discover us. And consider supporting us at patreon.com slash thepilotpod. You'll get access to exclusive content, polls, AMAs, and even merchandise. We recently uploaded a new Lost episode, so go check it out. Listeners, y'all have an opportunity to support Black creators on BET+, but also on patreon.com slash thepilotpod. You can also follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at The Pilot Pod. You can like us on Facebook at The Pilot Podcast. You can send thoughts, feelings, whether you're an Ari or a Brie or a Hazel of your friend group to askthepilotpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.